0: Hello, brothers and sisters. This is Brother Leonard. God bless you. It's a great day to be alive and knowing that God yet has a purpose for our lives. God has been so good to us and and we ought to just thank him every chance we get. You know, it's a lot of people going through uh, some really difficult things. And maybe even some of us, we're going through difficult times. But you know what? It's a great day when we can get up in the morning and have activity of our lambs. And we can still see we have our senses knowing that God has a purpose for us. And so that that to me, that's the most important thing. Throughout this time that we've been going through, I guess the last two and a half years, it's been really tough. And so, you know, my question to you is, where do you draw your strength from? Where do you get your strength from? Because if you're not getting your strength from the Lord, then you're in a tough situation. Because people will fail, uh, systems will fail, but God will never fail. And so we have to think about that. What are we doing? Where do we get our strength from to get through all the difficult times that we're going through? And I was sitting here listening uh, the other day about monkeypox, whatever that is. And, and so, and of course, the BA-5 uh, variant. And then all the other variants that we've gone through, the original COVID-19 and just all the things that are being poured out on the earth right now. And I really believe that a lot of this is just the things that were foretold in Revelation uh, where it talked about that there were certain uh, vials that were poured out out on the earth and a certain amount of the people on the earth perished. And I just think that what we're looking at is the last days. We're looking at the times uh, and we're starting to see uh, things come to fruition. We're starting to see uh, what Jesus said, that men will be lovers of themselves more than lovers of God. You know, where he talked about um, you'll be able to judge the seasons by the days, by looking at the events. You know, nation against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There are wars and rumors of wars. I mean, if you look around, uh, there is a lot of things going on right now. And we are really um, in a situation where we got to be able to fight. Um, we got to be able to fight and know that God is with us, that God is, uh, is for us. And we just there are things going on right now where you got to be able to just say greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world, you know, or that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. No evil shall befall me and no plague should come near my dwelling. You know, the Bible says a thousand will fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. God said he's given his angels charge over us to keep us in all of our ways. But they should bear us up in their hands lest we dash our foot against the stone. So the biggest thing is definitely don't fear you know I said all that and that's not even what I planned on talking about (laughs) that's not even what I planned on talking about but what I do want to talk about is what do you do when all else has failed and your back is against the wall I want to take you to a story of a young lady Uh, the Bible said she had an issue of blood and this lady, uh, she was in a bad situation. She was in a bad state and she couldn't stop bleeding. And you know under the law anytime that a woman was on her menstrual cycle she had to do that in private. I mean she couldn't be amongst the people and so she had to stay there until her time was up, until she was finished. And so um, if she came out and uh, and it was found that she was on her cycle. Bad things happened. You know, she could really get stoned and that whole thing. And so they were really rigid about that. Well, this woman, she had this blood, this bleeding condition, where she couldn't stop bleeding, and she um, went everywhere. And obviously, she seemed to be a woman of great means, because she was able to go to doctor after doctor, and nothing helped no matter what the doctors did it all failed and my question to you is have you done all you can do and you're in a situation now where all you've seen is failure all you've seen is things not working Um, that's where she was and obviously at some point this lady she heard about Jesus at some point she heard that there was a man in my city and he's going throughout Galilee Jerusalem and all around this area and he's healing people well guess what obviously she heard that this man Jesus was gonna be in her town and she made up in her mind after playing this over in her mind she said nothing else has helped nothing has helped me I've tried everything I've gone to every doctor, and the only thing I've gotten for it is no results. My money is depleted, and I have nowhere else to go. And sometimes, brothers and sisters, we get get to that point where our back is against the wall. Our money can't help us, our education can't help us, and nothing we can do, and the physical strength that we have can help us. We've tried everything, and nothing else is helping. Well, this is where this woman was and she decided that this Jesus this man that they're saying he's healing the blind that he's making sick folk well he's making the dumb talk he's making the lame walk she said this sounds like somebody I need in my life and so this lady decided I'm gonna throw caution to the wind and I'm going out here to find out find this Jesus and if I could just touch him because see I'm, I'm on a, she, she's saying to herself, I'm on a menstrual cycle, and I can't touch anybody, I'm not even supposed to be amongst them, but if I just touch him at the bottom of his garment, at the hem of his garment, I'll just get down low enough where won't nobody know what I'm doing and where I'm at, I'll just touch the hem of his garment, and I know I'll be made whole, and this lady, this was a last ditch effort, she was at the point where basically, you know what, if this doesn't work, I'm gonna die, If this doesn't work, it's the end for me. And she knew her only hope was Jesus. And this lady, she fought through the crowd. And there was a huge crowd. Anytime Jesus was around, it was a crowd. I mean, it's a lot of folks. People pressing. If you think about uh, being in a crowd where they're having a demonstration and it's just packed, it was like that. Because people knew this man could heal them. This man was the answer to their problems. People knew that. And that's why, I'm going to tell you something. If we ever start seeing results in our churches, I'm going to tell you that we wouldn't have room enough in any of them to sit the people who would come. If we would allow God to move in our churches, if we would allow God to to be God in our churches, y'all, I'm telling you, we wouldn't have room enough. I'm And I mean it. We wouldn't have room enough to seat the people who would come. Folks would line up in cars lined up to get in the church building where the miracles are occurring and that's what we need to see more of we need to see more miracles we need to see God move people need to know God is real you need to show them that God is real we need to show them that God is real and so anyway this woman she's pressing through this crowd everything I know is going through her mind i guess something in her probably even talked to her and said hey look this ain't gonna work you might as well go on back and live the last few days you got but she pressed through she said i just gotta make it if i can just touch the hem of his garment just the bottom won't nobody see i'll just touch him and i'll be made whole he doesn't even have to speak to me he doesn't have to tell me be made whole be well none of that i just need to touch just a touch of his garment and i know i'll be made whole and brothers and sisters that's the resolve we have to have if we can just get in his presence if we can just grab hold of his word if we can just touch him in the spirit we'll be made whole because we're going through things right now that we need jesus jesus is the only cure for covid jesus is the only cure for monkey pox and all these other elaborate diseases that the devil and belts up on the earth, Satan, and open up a can of worms, a, a can of disease, even open up a, a can of torture, a can of torment that's coming against the people. But Jesus is the only one. He's still the same yesterday and, to, and today and forevermore. I'm going to tell you something. He's still a healer. He's still Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. He's still God Almighty. He's the almighty God. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's the Lord, our provider. He's Jehovah Nisi, the Lord, our banner. He's our protection. He's our strong tower. He's our ever-present help in the time of trouble. He's still God, and he's still doing the things that he did over 2,000 years ago. He's still the Lord, and he never changes, and he's there for us. And I'll tell you, brothers and sisters, he's still God anyway this woman finally she presses and she gets to Jesus she recognizes him and she touches the hem of his garment the bottom of his garment and guess what immediately I didn't say two days later I didn't say three days later I didn't say a week later I said immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up she stopped bleeding Immediately, she was made whole. She was made healthy. Immediately, she was healed. That's what I'm talking about. That's the kind of God I'm talking about. This woman had an immediately moment where God just moved into her situation where the power of God flowed out of Jesus and healed her. And she just touched the hem of his garment. And Jesus said, who touched me? (laughs) just like Jesus who touched me looking around and see Jesus was talking about who touched me in the spirit who touched me with faith not who physically touched me they were all touching him and see that's just it we all go to church folks go to church right but man you got to reach out and touch him you got to touch him with your faith that's how you touch him no matter what you are facing, no matter what you're going through the way you touch the Lord is with your faith and so you have to reach out, you have to touch and believe God no matter what your situation is. When you've done all you can, reach out and touch him. You have to believe him when you can't see him. You got to believe him when you can't trace him. <laughs> you, you it's a, it's almost like, "Lord, where are you?" But you just got to keep standing and keep believing. You know, back in I think this Late 70s, early 80s, a group made a song, a group named Journey. And I know I remember just this one verse that always sticks in my mind. Don't stop believing. (laughs) Don't stop believing. Because when we stop believing, then we become ineffective. And we don't see any results. When we stop trusting, we stop believing. You know what's amazing it's those of you who have children. You know, your children, they trust you. They believe in you. Man, they'll come over your house, especially if you have grown kids. They'll come to your house and they will go in your refrigerator and they will check your cabinets. And it doesn't matter. It's kind of like they got have their own home and they come over and they make themselves at home with you because they trust you. Because they grew up knowing that mom and dad supplied my needs. Mom and dad took care of me. And so they feel at home because they have that relationship with you. Man, when we go to God, that's how we have to go. Don't stop believing. Only believe. Only believe. You know, what was amazing about that encounter, this woman, she got a miracle, but Jesus wasn't even headed her way. Jesus was going with a man named Jairus. Jairus. And his daughter was dying. She was 12 years old and she was dying. And Jesus was going with him to heal his daughter. So while Jesus was answering one prayer, somebody else put a demand, a demand on him with their faith, and he answered their prayer through faith. Isn't that amazing? So Jairus, he was headed to take Jesus to his house, and as they were going, it's after this woman got healed, and she's rejoicing, and Jesus told her, "Go, your faith has made you whole," and she's rejoicing, and Jairus, he's his stomach is turning. He needs Jesus to get to his house because his little girl who he loves so much is dying. His little girl who he loves so much is dying. And he wants her, he wants Jesus to get to his house because he wants his daughter healed. He wants his daughter healed. And he's believing for a miracle and all of a sudden... Servants come from that house and told him, don't trouble the master any longer. Your daughter has dead, has died. Now, here you are, believing in God. And now you find out that the person that you're believing for has died. Jesus told him, fear not. Only believe. And they got to the house and the professional mourners were out. And they were mourning and doing their thing. They were mourning and doing their thing. And what was amazing about all that is that they, they were crying and, and just, I mean, doing the professional boo-hoo. And then when Jesus got there... And told them that she's not dead. She's only sleeping. All of a sudden, they went from mourning to laughing him to scorn, which was weird. But anyway, Jesus kicked them out and went up to the young lady and and told her to open her eyes, arise. And she did. She got up and Jesus presented Jairus with his daughter that's the kind of God we serve and so that's amazing so when I think about that but yet he was on his way to heal um, he was on his way to heal Jairus then this, this, this lady that spent all the money she had trying to get healed from a blood condition bleeding she couldn't stop uh, healed her in the process and not only that but Jesus just went on to do many 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 more amazing miracles You know, there was one occasion where Jesus was out with his disciples and there was a funeral procession and there was a widow who lost her only son. And Jesus had compassion on her. And when he saw her, he went up to the boy who was laid out and he told him, arise. (laughs) I need y'all to see this. Can you imagine Jesus getting in a car and get to the cemetery before you get to the cemetery when they bring the casket out? He opens the casket and tells the dude, get out of there. Get up. And and every, and every stops the funeral. And so, I mean, he stopped the funeral and presented the son to his mother. And the mother was, uh, I mean, just excited. And you got to remember, in some of these cases, this, this boy um, could have been her only financial means. I mean, she didn't have anybody. So Jesus had compassion on her on her and 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 raised him from the dead so i'm gonna tell you when you're in difficult situations you're serving a god who can do anything he is absolutely able and you know he hasn't stopped doing miracles because you know we fast forwarded 2,000 years because he still does miracles and he's still god and i'm gonna tell you something uh i know he's done many many things in my life and uh just you know time after time again He comes through and they haven't been anything as as dramatic as, you know, raising somebody or something like that from the dead. But he has, of course, he saved me. But Jesus has done some things for me when I needed him and I didn't have another answer. Like I didn't have another way. So I didn't have another uh, and I couldn't. I just didn't have any means to do it, you know. And I remember when my son was in college and he's in his senior year, and we received a notice that he, that they weren't going to fund his $16,000 scholarship. And my wife and I had no way at that time, we had no way to fund his education. And I remember going to church and we were bummed out and we heard a message and, uh, the preacher encouraged us, encouraged the people, you know, to, uh, come down and just sow a seed of faith, give an offering and, and so we did, we went down and said, Lord, you know what, we just believe you and we honored the Lord. And so we gave, I remember we gave a uh, sacrificial seed and um, man, I'm telling you, I went down to finance to see um, the folks down there, you know, people in finance and they're the ones that control the money. So I went to talk to them and explain the situation, gave them the letter. And it was amazing because God put somebody down there uh, who absolutely had compassion uh, in my case, Um, just uh, knowing that I was in a tough situation. And I'm going to tell you, I know God sent that person because people don't treat you like that when you go, especially if you need them, man, they act like, uh, what are you doing here? (laughs) But. This is amazing. Anyway, and I'm this is at Texas Christian University, by the way, TCU. And so um, I had prayed about it and just put in the Lord's hands. And you know what? What God did, not only did God restore uh, the money that they said they weren't going to give him for a scholarship, but God made it where my wife and I didn't even need to pay anything else because we were doing a parent plus loan or something. And. They made it where we didn't even have to pay that anymore. And so we ended up getting a blessing out of it. And I got many, many stories like that, you know, where it was God. There was nobody else. Nobody's going to lend me $16,000. I mean, you know, and I wasn't going to take out no loan like that because, first of all, just too much debt. But brothers and sisters, God bless you. And I'll I'll stop there. I just kind of wanted to encourage you this morning. You know, um, when you've done all you can do, man, you've got to put it in God's hands. you got to let it go and let God. So, um, if you haven't if you haven't never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, um, now would be a great time to do so. Because I'm telling you, we're at we're, we're a situation right now. Where um, if if you leave this world without Christ, I mean, you're in a tough situation because, you know, you're going to go to hell and you don't want to do that. But thanks be to God, he made a way where you don't have to go um, to hell. You can go to heaven. And so I'm just letting you know. That this is a time for you to um, give your life to the Lord. It's that time. Um, So anyway, if you want to do that, I want you to say this with your mouth and believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you right now and I'm a sinner. And I want to be saved. You said in your word that if I would confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus... And believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. I shall be saved. Lord Jesus, I believe that God raised you from the dead. I believe that you died for my sins. And Lord, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior. Thank you so much, Lord Jesus. I'm your child. I'm saved. I'm saved. Brothers and sisters, if you said this with your mouth, you believe in your heart, you're saved, man. Get you a good find a good bible believing church, get you a good bible, and man it's time to get to living. Because now when those attacks come and when the devil come to try to beat you down, you got God on your side. And you don't have to worry about taking antidepressants and all these other things that folks got to take cuz they uh cuz they don't know God. This is Brother Leonard. Until next time, brothers and sisters, be blessed. God bless you.